Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Call Third Strike, a podcast on FayObserver.com. I'm Sonny Jones. Hope you'll tune in each week as we talk about the woodpeckers, swamp dogs, region colleges, high school, major leagues, and minor leagues, and spread the word. The podcast also is available on iTunes or your favorite podcast service on Android. Guest on Episode 3 includes St. Andrews coach Andy Fox and Methodist coach Tom Austin. Let's step up to the plate and take our swings or a called third strike. Professional baseball's return to Fayetteville getting closer. You can feel it. After two seasons playing at Bowie's Creek, things are falling into place quickly. Segra Stadium. That's where you'll be going to watch the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. The announcement of the naming rights was made Thursday, February 7th. It's a long-term agreement, although terms were not released between the company and the team. Fayetteville Mayor Mitch Colvin would not release details at a news conference, saying the agreement is between private entities, the Woodpeckers and Segra. Segra is an independent fiber bandwidth company. The Woodpeckers are set to open their season April 4th against the Potomac Nationals in Woodbridge, Virginia. The home opener at Segra Stadium is April 18th against the Carolina Mudcats. An open house will be held at Segra Stadium on April 13th. The Woodpeckers also have announced game times. Monday through Friday games will start at 7 p.m. Saturday games will start at 5 p.m. for the first two months of the season, then switch to 6 p.m. in June. Sundays will have first pitch at 2 p.m. for the first two months, then 6 p.m. the rest of the way. Nate Shaver was announced about two weeks ago as the Woodpeckers' first manager. Well, here's an opportunity for young baseball players. The Fayetteville Big League Prospect Camp is scheduled Saturday and Sunday at Terry Sanford High School. The camp is for ages 7 to 18. Cost is 50 bucks. Saturday's session runs from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sunday will be from 1 until 5 p.m. Lunch will be available for purchase on Saturday. Instructors will include Terry Sanford High graduates Austin Warren and Andrew Jane, Southview graduate Trey Jacobs, and Pine Forest graduate Kobe Fletcher Vance. What do all four have in common? All four signed professional contracts last season. They're all getting ready to head to spring training in the next couple of weeks. Warren is a pitcher in the Los Angeles Angels organization. Vance is with the Oakland Athletics. Jane with the Baltimore Orioles. And Jacobs with the Colorado Rockies. Contact Sam Guy at 910-322-2260 or Randy Vance at 910-309-7985 to register or for more information. You know, on the subject of high school baseball, official practice starts Wednesday, February 13th. Games can start Wednesday, February 27th. That's for softball as well. And, of course, we use the term optional workouts, air quotes there. Uh, They go on almost year-round. Most of the teams do it. February 13th means the coach can require you to be there. So be there. Well, let's check the college baseball scene. And what about those St. Andrews Knights? St. Andrews swept a three-game season opening series against Ohio Christian last weekend and lost to Coker earlier this week. 
Quite a start for a team that's picked to finish in last place in the Appalachian Athletic Conference and was 21-30 and 30 last season. Here's the inside scoop. Well, let's welcome St. Andrews University head baseball coach Andy Fox to called third strike. Coach, welcome. Let's talk about the way the season opened for the Knights, a three-game sweep of Ohio Christian. And as I understand it, that is the first time in school history that the Knights have swept a three-game season-opening series. So congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about the way the weekend went, a little bit about your team for 2019. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. And, um, you know, uh, like you said, first time in program history we've opened up, uh, you know, a three-game series, you know, and with a sweep. And, you know, with, to be honest, uh, going into the season, you know, I really didn't know what we were going to have as far as, I mean, obviously I've seen the players and all of that, but I didn't know how we were going to stack up because we've, we've got a lot of young guys, number one. I've only got five seniors, and we have some guys that have had a little playing time here and there, and we're asking those guys to be able to step up and really help us this year. So, it was good to see, obviously. I mean, our pitching did a great job all weekend for the most part. And, you know, we we played very good defense the whole weekend. And then we just had some timely hitting here and there, which that's important. And, um, you know, we also, you know, the competition level is only going to get better from from here. So, you know, I think it was a good good opponent for us to open up with and kind of see where we stand. And then, you know, it's only going to get harder as we go. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned the pitch, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Davis, O'Brien, Matthew Strickland combined on a four-hit shutout in game one and a four-to-nothing win. Nate Mortiz pitched five shutout innings to start uh, the second game of the season against Ohio Christians. That's 15 innings right off the bat. Uh, you didn't allow a run. Now, you mentioned things will get tougher. You are in a very tough NAIA conference, the Appalachian Athletic Conference, and you are predicted to finish last in a preseason coaches poll. Make of that uh, what you will, but I would think your expectations are a little better than that. Yeah, I mean, going back going back to Davis O'Brien and Nate Moretz, I mean, Davis O'Brien, you know, he was he's a junior for us, and he's had some innings, you know, here and there over the years, but we're needing him to really step up and potentially be our number one. And, you know, he did a good job of, you know, stepping up this past weekend. And Nate Moretz is just a freshman. And for his first college, you know, outing to go five innings, and I think he struck out seven and only gave up two hits, that was impressive. Um, kind of where we stand in the conference, um, you know, our conference is, is in – the top three in the country as far as, you know, competitiveness, um, you know, with teams. I think right now we've got three or four teams ranked and one or two more receiving votes in the country. And the ones that's ranked are all in the top 20, I think. Um, so, you know, from a, from a, every weekend, there is a great opponent that you're going to be facing. Um, and, you know, we're just going to – we're going to be a type team where – you know, we're, we've kind of got a blue-collar mentality where we're going to have to outwork, scrap, claw, fight, whatever we have to do to win games because we're not going to out-talent anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my mentality as a coach. That's what I try to instill in my players. And, you know, I think we've got a group that's bought into that. 
So, you know, I'm excited to see where we're going to stack up. And, you know, we won't know until we actually start. But, you know, I'm excited with the group that we do have. The Knights beat Ohio Christian 4-0, 8-3, and 14-4. Coach Fox mentioned the strength of the Appalachian Athletic Conference. Here's the rankings. Tennessee Wesleyan is 12th, Bryan is 15th, Reinhardt is 20th, and Point University is receiving votes. That's a tough league indeed. UNC Pembroke also opened with a sweep. The Braves won three games against Shepard. The final game, 13-12 with a four-run rally in the bottom of the ninth on Ethan Balkum's walk-off single. Balkum went 7-for-15 with nine RBIs in the three games. UNCP also won 10-4 and 10-9. Now that's an average of 11 runs per game for the Braves. As head coach Paul O'Neill talked about last week on call third strike, He expects to have plenty of offense. The Braves host Indiana, Pennsylvania this weekend at Sammy Cox Field. Methodist University is set to open its season Friday, February 8th against Roanoke. The doubleheader begins at 3 p.m. at Armstrong Shelley Field. Expectations are high for the Monarchs and the USA South. Tom Austin back for his 40th season in the dugout. Joining us on the Call Third Strike podcast right now is Methodist University baseball coach Tom Austin. Coach, welcome to the show. Coming off a very successful season last year, going 32-12, and 12, regular season champion in the USA South, preseason favorite going into this season. So give us an overview of, of your expectations for this season. Well, we really believe that uh, we have a great nucleus back. Uh, we return... Uh, all starters, even though we graduated one senior, uh, we had an injury in the outfield and, and another person stepped in and, and played outfield the uh, second half of the year. So we actually return all our starters, which is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also had a couple of transfers uh, come in who we think will be uh, a great support system for us. We're also very happy with our freshmen who provide some depth that we didn't have a lot of last year. Uh, returning pitching is is going to be outstanding also. Uh, we have uh, our, our three weekend starters back, uh, our closer, uh, our setup man, and we hope that we have some uh, uh, new arms that are going to uh, help us more and some other arms are going to mature and uh and provide more innings for us. Well, that, that sounds about as good as it uh, can get. Let's talk about one player in, in particular, your catcher, D, uh, D3 baseball preseason All-American, an honorable mention uh, or on that team, uh, Alex Catchler. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Well, number one, he's a great young man. Uh, he's from uh, near Tampa in Florida. Uh, he's an engineering major. He's an outstanding student. Big, strong kid, throws really, really well from behind the plate, receives the blocks well, and really swings the bat for us. Uh, Led us in RBIs with 59 last year, hit 397. Uh, Just really a a complete player for us. We're we're very fortunate to have him. Yeah, I mentioned uh, at the start of this that uh, this is your 40th season, more than 1,100 wins at Methodist. Uh, Can you believe year number 40? starts on friday <laughs> it is it is kind of uh 
wow, one of those things when you look back on it. You know, I I, I don't do that a whole lot. I just kind of look forward to today and tomorrow uh, and what we could do to make our team a little bit better. And uh, we just plug away one day at a time, and uh, one day leads to the next, right? Yeah, and and you're still going strong from all indications. I mean, you're you're still there and, and still rolling. Well, I, you know, it, it, that's going to be the uh, difference maker if I ever if it gets to a point where I don't think, uh, you know, I am getting it done, then that's the time to step down and step away, right? Right, that's right. Well, coach, best of luck this season. Should be a good one out at Armstrong Shelley Field for the Monarchs, and we'll be checking in with you throughout the year. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Campbell has its opener Friday, February 15th against Maryland in Conway, South Carolina. It's part of the Britain Resorts Invitational being played at Coastal Carolina. The Camels, the defending Big South champion, also will play Virginia Commonwealth and Coastal Carolina in the weekend event. First home game, February 20th against East Carolina. And softball news because, well, of course, you can take a call third strike in that sport as well, especially since the slow pitch days are long gone. UNC Pembroke off to a 4-2 and two start, including a doubleheader sweep of Fayetteville State on Tuesday, February 5th by scores of 9 to nothing and 16-1. to one. Check this out. Cameron Davis started 11 for 13 in those games, an 846 batting average with seven doubles, a homer, seven RBIs, and a slugging percentage of 1.615. What is this, a video game? Methodist lost its season opening doubleheader against St. Andrews 6-5 and 9-1. Those were St. Andrews' first two wins after losing doubleheaders against Belmont Abbey and Limestone by a combined 34-5 score. Campbell opens its season at the Cowgirl Classic in Lake Charles, Louisiana, playing five games over three days beginning Friday, February 8th. That's it for Episode 3 of Call Third Strike. Thanks so much for listening. Spread the word about the podcast on FayObserver.com. We'll post it each Thursday. Hope you'll tune in next week. Until then, I'm Sonny Jones. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.